Welcome to the Road to Memorial Cup edition of the CHL Top 10 Show presented by Kia. My name is Scott Van Kunit, and this week I talked to players from two teams that earned unlikely first round sweeps, the Peterborough Peets and the Moose Jaw Warriors. Denim and Tachuk and his Moose Jaw Warriors were favored to win their 4-5 series against the Lethbridge Hurricanes thanks to a 3-1 season series win. But after a 2-1 double overtime game one win, no one would have predicted a series sweep. The Blue Jackets prospect talks to us about their first round series, how they're going to spend their extra time off, what they're doing to prepare for the second round, and who's going to have the best and worst playoff beards. Here's Denton Matejuk. Really excited to welcome my first guest today off of his first round sweep of the Lethbridge Hurricanes. It's Columbus Blue Jackets prospect, and more importantly, Moose Jaw Warriors captain Denton Matejuk. Denton, how are you doing today? I'm very good. Very good. Good. Uh, we got lots to talk about, um, you know, especially with that great first round series for you guys. So let's start with the biggest game of that series, maybe the most important game of that series, that game one double overtime win. Um, you guys were favored in that series. You, you took the, the regular season series three to one. And that game really set the tone for you guys for the rest of the next three games. But maybe from your perspective, what was what was that game like for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was definitely the biggest game of the series, and they played really well. They came at us hard to start the game, and uh, yeah, they didn't let off. Um, and then we got a kind of a kind of a little bit of a break, got a power play in the in the second overtime, and uh, yeah, we we put one home. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a really good game. We both teams played really hard. Uh, you know, went right down to I think 17 seconds left or something like that in the second overtime. So yeah, it was really good to get a good start and win game one. You were on the ice for that that OT winner. You know, the clock's ticking down. Were you aware of how much time was left? And and kind of take me through that goal from your perspective. Uh, yeah, well, we got a power play with, I think, a minute left in the period. And uh, so you kind of got, like, a, a bit of a grasp on how much time you got left. And then... Across the Lethbridge line. Swings it to Jagger. Left circle. Shot. Save. Made. Bouncing. Rebound. They score! With 17 seconds left, Jagger Fergus, your overtime hero, Warriors win in double overtime. But Jagger Fergus starts up play going hard into the zone. And they kind of cleared the puck and we came back for the breakout and uh, I think it was Korzak brought the puck up and he gave it to Fergus and he made a good play to get into the zone. We had a good entry and then... Uh, yeah, he seemed at Jaeger and he made a good shot, uh, kind of went off the guy's uh, blocker, I believe, or maybe his glove. And it's kind of just in front of the net and Burkus came across and put it put it upstairs. So that was uh, that was good to go to the net. And yeah, we got rewarded. Had you guys talked about before that power play, like just before that power play, how much you wanted to finish it before going into a third overtime? Uh, yeah, I think that's big, especially uh, knowing you that you play the next day um, to not have to play that extra period. And yeah, I think that was kind of in the back of our minds. We never really said anything, but you know, the, the ice with uh, fifty or twenty a minute left, I guess. Uh, you know, it's not always the best, so just try and keep it simple and uh, you know, just go back to what what works and don't try and overcomplicate anything. And that's pretty much what we did. Well, like you said, you were right back at it the next day for game two after a really long game like that. How do you guys prepare? Because you came out flying in game two as well. Uh yeah, I think uh, you know, just getting in a good cool down after the game, making sure you're taking care of your body throughout the next day and uh, yeah, doing all the things right before the game to, uh, to make sure you're at your best for that night. And I think uh, 
know, a lot of our guys did that and we were ready to go for game two. You scored a beauty goal in game two. Uh, you know, take me through that one. Unbelievably tight here, so. Warriors with the draw. Matejchuk, stick candles between the circles, still with the shot. Scores! Oh, Captain, my Captain, Denton Matejchuk with a laser beam that beats Brian Thompson, and the Warriors are back up by three. Uh, yeah, it was kind of... Uh... It was a one draw and it kind of, the kind of puck was in between me and my D partner. So I jumped to the middle and uh guy kind of came out right in my lane. So I tried to put a little shoulder fake on him, try and get him to bite. And then he did. So I uh, pulled it to my back and I got around him and then pretty much walked in, right down, uh, right down the slot and made a pretty good shot and went in. You probably would have liked to have scored more goals this year. How nice was it to get that goal early in the series for you? Uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a big thing. I struggle with that a little bit through the year. So I think, uh, yeah, to get the first of the playoffs out of the way pretty early is, is always good. Connor Unger, pretty amazing uh, first round for you guys. Uh, only allowed six goals on about 130 shots, I believe. Uh, how important is it to, to have him back there playing the way he is for you guys, knowing that if you guys make a stake, he's going to bail you out? Uh, yeah, I think that's huge. He uh, He's came back and he's been... Uh, great. He was uh, great before before he got his uh, suspension there. So, yeah, we're really happy with how he's playing and all those guys that came back. They all look great. So, yeah, we're really happy to have him back and yeah, to see him uh, him doing that is awesome. And it really helps with uh, with us for our confidence and things like that. So, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely good. In game four, you know, it was a tight game, as one would expect. Elimination games are always hard, especially with, you know, team knowing it's their last game of this. It could be their last game of the season. You got the insurance marker with about five minutes to go in the third period. Tried to get it up the boards and held in at the line. Nice move, Water in, Water fires, save made, rebound, scores! Denton Matejcha and Mooseja leads by two. Max Water and Denton Matejcha, how good have those two been this series? Did it allow everybody to kind of loosen up a little bit and kind of exhale at that point? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that always helps. Uh, you know, I think we would have liked to share it a little bit earlier in the game, but uh, you know, those games when it comes down to to the wire, it's uh, it's good for your team to you know know that there's going to be lots of games like that if you're going to go for a deep playoff run. So we got to be ready for that, and uh, you know, even if we're we get down or things like that, we have to you know, be able to be uh, resilient and come back from that. Obviously, for for you, the offense is great but also limiting the chances of, of their big guys and not allowing them to create offense. How, how much do you focus on, you know, eliminating time and space from those guys? Uh, yeah, I think that's a big thing, especially, uh, you know, in the playoffs where the games are all uh, really close and you want to make sure that you're not making mistakes in the defensive zone that end up in the back of your net. So I think it's just goes back to keeping it simple. I'm not trying to complicate things, getting the puck out of your end. And, you know, they're a hard for checking team. So we kind of just took that and, and use the you know simplicity of the game with me and my D partner and just try and you know get pucks up and then join the rush and make sure you know you're you have support when you're pinching down the walls and things like that. So I think uh we did a really good job of that throughout the series. When you get to the playoffs, do you have to be a bit of a chameleon like as a team to you know be able to adjust your style of play to counteract the the different teams that you're playing or how they adjust on the fly as well? Uh yeah, I think that's a big thing, uh, is to be able to adjust and uh you know when they when they're coming at you really hard and they're forechecking hard and they're, you know, they play a different neutral zone than some other teams and different forecheck. You have to, 
you know, realize before, you know, you even get in that game to, uh, to see what you're, what you, what you're coming up, what's coming up against you. So I think, uh, you know, that's a big thing, you know, going into the game, having a bit of an idea of what's going to be coming at you you won't know for sure, but I think, uh, you know, your pre-skill, it's pretty important. Playoffs always get more physical. Do you like it when the, the physicality ratchets up a bit? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's always the exciting part, you know, when, uh, you know, both teams are going at it and it's a, it's pretty much a dog fight. And I think that's, uh, that's great. It keeps everybody in the game and, uh, yeah, you, you want to go out there and, uh, change the game every shift. Now the depth on your team has been, has been great in that first round series. You guys had 10 different guys that scored goals. So obviously that speaks to the, how balanced your lineup is, but maybe tell me a little bit about that top line and how dominant they were. Um, you know, Fergus, Jaeger, and and Rice Avi. Uh, yeah, they were great. They had a great series, uh, especially um, game two and three. They were really good. I think Fergus uh, in game three was was uh, great. That was probably one of the best games of the series for us. And uh, yeah, he just exploded. And uh, yeah, that whole line uh, went out there every shift, and they uh, they did exactly what they were supposed to. And uh, yeah, it shows why they're uh, they're one of our top lines. Is it more impressive knowing how much tighter the checking is on them in in a series like that? Uh yeah, I think so for sure. You know, like all their all their D men and their forwards, they want to you know get in their face and you know try and rattle them a little bit. And uh, you know, they just stuck with it. They didn't let uh, anybody get in the, get uh, get to them, get into them mentally or physically. So I think that's a uh, that's a big thing not to you know back off and uh, be timid. And they just kept going. So that's uh, yeah, it's awesome to see. All right, so you, the series is over. You guys have, you know, probably the most time off that you've had since since Christmas break while you wait to find out who you're going to play in the second round. So you've got that rest versus rust, and and obviously you're always going to take the the rest after a, a long season and a and a tough series like that. But how do you how do you maintain your momentum going into that second round series with so much time off? Uh yeah. Um, obviously, you know, this is a bit, pretty big big break for us, so uh, you know, we got to. Make sure we're staying, uh, staying in it with the game, and you know, putting all of our effort into practices. And you know, we're never going to get those exact game situations in practice, but uh, you know, there's lots of things that we can work on from the first series that uh, we think we can clean up for whoever we play in the second round. So we just got to keep uh, keep with it and uh, stay focused here. I think that's the biggest thing. Do you guys have any team plans for for you know the next essential week? Um, nothing yet, but uh, I'm sure we'll get together and do something, maybe some bowling or went to the golf simulators a couple of times in town here. So maybe, uh, maybe do something like that. I think would be, uh, would be good. Well, all eyes right now would be on that blades Pat series. Um, are you guys keeping an eye on that just to kind of see if it's going to be Winnipeg or Red Deer for you guys? Uh, yeah, I think we've, uh, we've looked into it a little bit. Uh, yeah, that is a pretty big series. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, whoever we play, we're going to, you know, come at it with the same approach, but uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely kind of a big series for us. So uh, yeah, we keep eyes on it a little bit. You guys had a, you were one, two and one against Red Deer this year, but you haven't played them since the, you know, I think it was January 11th and you guys are three, two and one against Winnipeg. So probably one of the only teams that have a winning record against the ice this year, you lost to the ice in round two last year. What, what kind of lessons did you guys learn playing against them last year that you can use in your second round series this year? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, especially in their home rink, they use their momentum and uh, you uh, pretty much, they, they uh, destroyed us in the first two games of those series. I think they were like six, nothing and six, one or something like that. They were uh, high scoring games for them. And, 
you know, you just got to go into every game and, uh, you know, play a full 60 minutes. I think last year we kind of backed off a little bit in that second round. So I think, uh, you know, we just got to be ready for their push. And uh, we we have, we did win a game in, in their rink this year with some, I think, for the first time we did. So I think that's a big boost for us. So, uh, yeah, I think that's that's something that can really help us going into the playoffs, knowing that we can win in that rink. How much better prepared are you guys maybe, or just how, how different are you guys as a team this year versus last year? Is it just, you know, the more mature and more experienced from a lot of the guys or what would you say it is? Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, more experience for a lot of guys last year, including myself. It was our first uh, look at the playoffs in the WHL. So I think that's, uh, that's something that really helps you going into, into this year, knowing that you got a bit of experience and for those younger guys, they played a great first round. So I think, uh, you know, they're going to bring it again in round two. What, as the captain, what do you say to some of the younger guys on the team with with such a, a big layoff and as as they try to prepare for the, the next round? Uh, yeah, pretty much the same as the first round, you know, keep it simple. Um, and, uh, you know, we've been we've been playing uh, lots of games this year and we all know, uh, know our jobs and, uh, you know, what we're doing on the ice and our systems and all those things. So it's just uh, not overthinking it and, uh, you know, just keeping your work, eth- work ethic up and uh, just go out there and play. All right. If you're picking a playoff pool team, and and you're gonna pick a guy from from your team, who's the first guy you take, and then maybe who's a sleeper pick that you would take? Hmm. Um. I think uh, for me, I'd go with uh, Jagger Jagger Fergus. Um. He's uh, you know, he's a really good player, and he does a lot of things well. Nice. He's you know he's killing penalties, and he's also you know making a lot of plays on five on five, and also the power plays. So he's kind of you know. A, all, all over the ice, he's a great player. So I think that's a guy who I'd take. And then I think a sleeper pick would probably be my uh, my D partner, Max Warner. Um, he's a really good player. He He's a really good penalty killer. He's also got a great shot. And, uh, yeah, he uses his deception pretty well as well. So I think that would be my sleeper pick. Yeah, Fergus, obviously, the the obvious choice. And and Max, he I think he had uh, four points in the in the first four games. So that's not a bad sleeper pick either there. Yeah, exactly. Um, What's what's kind of been the mood around around Moose Jaw? Um, you know, at the start of the playoffs, maybe maybe after you guys swept, um, are things getting more exciting around there? I know you guys had some watch parties. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think the town's excited for us uh, here, and yeah, we're excited too. So I think uh, it's good when you have uh, when you have the city behind you coming to the games and uh, cheering us on. So uh, yeah, that always helps. I touched on the the blades and uh, the pats there. Um, I gotta ask you because you've played against him a bunch, and and he's just been lights out. Connor Bedard, what do you what are your thoughts on him and how impressive he's been, and just how he seems to keep elevating his play? Uh yeah, um, especially looking at that series, he's been uh, he's been great for Regina. He's you know he's been all over the ice doing uh, doing a lot of things, and yeah, he's a great player. And uh, yeah, we get to see that quite a bit here in uh, in Moose Jaw, and yeah, it's it's cool to see him elevating his game for the playoffs here, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. For you as a defenseman, how do you prepare to defend against a guy like him? Uh, yeah, you got to just try and take away his time and space. Um, I think when he gets, you know, that extra second, he he takes advantage and uh, you know, he doesn't really look back and he doesn't doesn't let you get in position if you're already out of it. So I think uh, that's a big thing, just taking away his space and uh, making him make a play quick. Obviously, his name's going to be called really early at the NHL draft. You're playing with a couple of guys in in your goalie, Connor Unger. And Braden Yeager, who will have their names called at some point in the draft as well. How have you guys, um, you know, the older guys who have been drafted, even if it was last year, how have you guys kind of helped them along this year with through that draft process? Uh, yeah, Yeager's been great for us, and uh, 
you know, he, I just tell him, you know, just keep playing your game because, uh, you know, he's a great player and he does a lot of things well nice. He's, he's got a great shot. He's a great defensive-minded centerman. So I think, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, keep it simple and keep keep playing your game and have fun with it. I think that's the biggest thing is not to get uh, too uh, too stressed out about it and too focused on it. Just keep, uh, keep playing your game and, uh, you know, good things will happen. I know you're a baseball guy. Have you been uh, been able to catch any any baseball games now? You've had a couple of days off. Uh, yeah, I've been. Uh, well, I haven't really watched too much, but I've been uh, checking the scores of the Blue Jays games. I've always been a big Blue Jays fan, so uh, yeah, it's good to good to have that going on right now, and uh, yeah, see them uh, having a decent start to the year. Awesome. Uh, one one last one before I let you go. Did you guys uh, did you guys do anything team wise before the playoffs? like the hair or uh do you guys have like a you know t-shirts that you guys are wearing or anything i know you've got the the helmet and the jacket that you do for your player of the game but do you, yeah. did you guys do anything else um we did uh just pretty much the playoff beards that's uh that's our only thing we uh we didn't really do anything with our our hair but we got some you know team shirts and stuff that we that we'll wear and warm up but uh yeah nothing with the hair or anything like that but yeah just the standard playoff beard and uh playoff shirts who's who's gonna struggle the most with the playoff beard um that's a good question i'm not really too sure i think uh probably i think josh holkstra probably struggle the most he uh he doesn't have the best beard but uh that's yeah, all good <laughs> and and after you who's gonna look like a you know like a 40 year old man by the end of the playoffs uh yeah um <laughs> i uh there's probably a couple guys i think uh Korzak's got a pretty good beard going. Uh, Jagger's got an all right one. Backle, he's got a. He'll probably look like he's about uh, yeah thirty five. He's a he's a pretty built built human. So yeah, makes him look a bit older. Awesome, Denton. Thank you very much. Uh, good luck in in your second round series against whomever it may be, and hopefully uh, a, a long playoff run. All right, thank you very much. The fourth seeded Peterborough Peets lost their season series against the Sudbury Wolves three to one. And as you'll hear from New York Rangers prospect Brennan Offman, the Peets weren't picked by many to win their first round series, let alone sweep. Offman tells us about being built for the playoffs, how much big game experience matters, what it's like playing for the city of Peterborough, keeping tabs on old teammates, and how it doesn't matter who the Peets will face in round two. Here's Brennan Offman. Joining me now from the first team to advance in the OHL playoffs after their sweep of the Sudbury Wolves, it's New York Rangers prospect from the Peterborough Peets, Brennan Othman. Brennan, how you doing today? Good, thank you. Yourself? Pretty good. Uh, you know, sun's shining. We got playoff hockey on every night. It uh, doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, um, exactly. You guys, your first round series was against the Wolves. They took your season series three to one. So what was your game plan heading into that one? Because I don't think anybody would have predicted a sweep. No, to be honest with you, I, I think, you know, looking back at it before the series started, I think almost, I think the whole hockey world following the OHL had us losing that series. And uh, I think that's what gave us confidence. That's what gave us a little bit of momentum is we wanted to prove people wrong. And, you know, we made some deals at the deadline. You know, we they were able to pick me up at the start of the year. So, you know, we were, we were going for it. We were all in. And I know the regular season wasn't as planned as, you know, what some people – thought it would be and it wasn't as great as you know what we thought it would be as well but you know playoffs is a different season it's a different animal and um you know we came prepared we came we came focused and we wanted to prove everyone wrong and you know we saw a lot of you know Sudbury and six Sudbury and seven and we didn't see we didn't see many with Peterborough in them and I think that's what that's what fueled us and that's what gave us fire I know 
you know, I was fortunate to have a long playoff run last year and Whitey and Hazy had a, had a, you know, won a championship. So we used that experience and uh, we passed around the room with guys that, you know, played Hamilton in the first round last year. So I think our group just come together. We came together at the right time and um, we were able to get the, uh, get the first run out of the way, but uh, that's, that's done. It's over with. So we'll on to the next one. Well, you touched on a lot of stuff there, but maybe let's, let's start with, you know, the additions that you guys made with you being the first one there. And obviously, like you said, a lot of playoff experience, especially last year, and then adding um, Hayes and, and White. And, and how much does, like, they're winning champion, the championship last year and you going to the conference final in game seven last year. How much does that benefit the rest of the room now? Yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. I mean, we have a lot of guys in our team that have won a lot of stuff. So, yeah, they've won a lot of stuff in minor hockey, but it's still winning. They know that what that winning feeling is like. And Hazy and Whitey, you know, winning the OHL championship last year, it's, it's big for them too. I mean, they're, they're two great players. And you know, I hope, you know, Whitey with getting a contract, I really hope Hazy gets one. I think he deserves it. I mean, he's had two great years now and, you know, he's having a good playoff so far here. And you know, picking him up and picking Whitey up and bringing their – Know their ability to to win games and to steal games for us, and their ability to score and shut down top players and all that stuff is great. And then you pick up Becker as well at the deadline, and Becker and I were fortunate to win the win the World Juniors together, so we have that winning feeling as well. Yeah, we haven't won anything in the OHL, but we know what that winning feeling is. Where we know that winning is the best feeling in the world, and every time you win, you you win with your brothers, and it's something that you remember for the rest of your life. And you know, you want to win with everyone, you want to do everything with everybody. And that's what we want to do here. And we have a great team. I think we have one of the oldest teams in the league. So we have a great group and, you know, we're ready to do, ready to do more. For the, for the guys on the team that haven't won before, how do you convey those feelings to them and how, how, I guess, for lack of a better term, how good it is? Yeah. You just kind of, you, you just kind of tell them what that feeling is like, you know, it's, you, you work so hard for however many months you're in the, in the season and um, you, you want to win. And that's what you build for. I mean, not many guys, I mean, you see in the NHL guys play on teams for almost 20 years and sometimes they don't win. Sometimes I do. And then, you know, they stick with the same team. They stick with the process and the OHL, you only get four, maybe five years. Right. And um, they, you know, guys go on after four years, some guys move on after five years, obviously. And, you don't get that opportunity to play with the same team for you know, years after that. So you only have a, a short period of time to win a championship. And, um, you know, we just say that, you know, winning is the best feeling in the world. You grew up with these guys. Some guys have played with these guys on the team here since they were 16 years old. But our core, you know, our captain, Sean and JR and Tucker, they've been together here since day one, since they both, since all three of them got here. Right. And we want to win for guys like that. You know, they've been here, they've, they've battled, they've grinded and, we want to win for guys like that. And that's kind of the, our, our, our model that going into this you know, in the playoffs is, yeah, we want to win and we want them for ourselves and for the city, but we also want to win for guys, you know, want guys playing longer. We want guys getting contracts and we want a guy like Sean and Tucker and JR, you know, those guys that have grown up together that may not play together ever again, that have seen each other grow for four or five years now. We want those guys to win together. And that's what we want in Peterborough here. And, I think we can do it, and I think we're just going to keep proving people wrong because I think that no one's going to no one's going to take us again, in my opinion. Well, some players and and teams just seem like they're built for the playoffs. You know, it's the playoffs are a hard hard nose. You know, it's a little bit greasier, and I immediately think of you know guys like yourself, Hayes, Stillman, among others on the Pete's. Is that you know kind of the identity of your team? 
Yeah, I think so. I think I think I mentioned it before. I think it, regular season's one season, then you have playoffs as another season. And some teams are just built for the playoffs. Some teams are built for the regular season. And we feel like we're built for the playoffs. And like I said, yeah, we didn't have the regular season like everybody you know wanted. Everyone see. Everyone thought that we were gonna you know, win the conference and the and the division. But you know, at the end of the day, we're still in the top eight. We're still in the dance. We're still playing. So. Um, I think it didn't matter who we played in the first round. We just were happy to be there and we wanted to prove people wrong. And you know, having, like you said, Stiller, Hazy, and you know, myself that are, I would I would say, you know, guys that put up points, but we're also guys that can grind and, and play the physical side of things. And uh we're gritty, we're gritty players, but at the same time, you wanna you wanna be able to put the numbers up and you wanna play the defensive game and you wanna you know play safe. And that's what comes when you when you're played four years in this league and you know some guys are signed to the NHL you know what it they know what it takes and they've been around that experience and um that's what you know, our group brings and I think that's why we've succeeded so well in the first round well going back to that first round you guys had to come from behind in the first three games now I know it wasn't a lot but still you had to come from behind in the first three games so what is that you know, maybe say about about the group that you're able to do that and then kind of what do you have to do in the second round to get off to some better starts so you're not always chasing? Yeah, I think I think it's uh I think it's a positive. You know, obviously we want to come out we want to come out harder and we want to come out better, but um you know scoring the first goal in the playoffs is obviously huge, especially at home and even on the road. But I think us being down by by one and two two goals, I think in any game and we're able to come back and we're able to stick with our group and that's that's what i mean when i say when we're sticking together is that we don't give up on each other we're we're together we're we're all buying in on the bench we're all talking on the bench and that's the key to winning and it's being a brotherhood and that's what we that's what we slowly start to build here in, 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 in peterborough i know that's like i said regular season is regular season but playoffs is playoffs and that's when you care about each other more that's when you start to love each other more and you know you see guys blocking shots you see guys getting the puck out, taking a hit to make a play and guys scoring timely goals. I mean, that's, that's huge. And um, yeah, we like to score first, but at the same time, we, we, we kind of thrive on that adversity of being down because we, we know that we've, we're built for that. We know that we have that brotherhood that we're never going to give up on each other. And you know, we have a, we have a great goalie in that as well, that, you know, if he lets in one, he may not know another. So we're confident in our group and in our players. Well, like you mentioned, uh, your goalie, Michael Simpson had a great first round. Um you're not going to win in the playoffs without good goaltendings, but so how much easier does he make it on you guys knowing he's back there and he's going to make up for any mistakes that you guys might have? Yeah, huge. I mean, we had a, we had a solid goalie last year and, and, and Flint, but you know, I think Simmer's right up there as well with, with Cavi. I mean, he's, he's our backbone. I mean, he's goalies steal games. They can take games away. They can take, you know, game one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, but Simmer has been great for us. I mean, you saw how many goalie of the week weeks he has and, I think you know he deserves a contract as well, and 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 a camp invite. Uh, at least a camp invite. I mean, he's a great goalie. He's even a better person. He's a leader for us in the room, and um, having a guy back there that you trust and that we all love is is super important. And um, that he can come, that he can go down there, and you know, if we give up a chance, we we have full confidence that he's going to save it. He's a great great goalie, and you know, he's he's solid. He's a rock back there. So you know, kudos to him for having a good round. So hopefully he keeps going. Well, from the end of your last round to the start of the next round. It'll be about a week that you guys have off. And for some of the guys, it's the most since Christmas. For other guys like yourself and Beck, it's going to be the most time you've had off all year. So how do you guys make sure that you keep your momentum without getting too rusty? Obviously, you want the rest. Um, everybody wants the rest. But how do you walk that fine line of of not getting rusty? I think, you know, you just you, you pay attention to your – you pay attention to uh, to details. You know, it's attention to detail on and, on and off the ice, I think, that – uh, we have we have the weekend here and 
we're all going to hang out and we're all going to bond together more. I think that's, that's the key. That's honestly, in my opinion, that's the key in the playoffs. Yeah. You, you can go on the ice and you can put up eight, nine goals, but you know, when you're down by a couple of goals, when you're bought in and, and, you know, you're with the guy next to you and you've been hanging out with the guy for months and I've been hanging out with the guy for hours, you know, you want to win for that guy. You want to play for that guy and you love that guy. And, um, you know, it, like, like I said, play, like, it's like, I keep saying it, but playoffs is a different animal. I mean, play teams are built for playoffs. And I think that's what we are. We're, we're built for playoffs. We have coaching staff that's built for playoffs. I mean, players are built for playoffs and the city has been great for us. So um, we're looking forward to it, but at the same time, you know, like I said, we gotta be, we gotta be dialed in practice. We got attention to details huge. And um, yeah, we got, we like an off day every now and then, but at the same time, you gotta stay dialed and pay, pay attention to detail for sure. Well, what types of things are you guys going to do as a as a team together to to keep building that that camaraderie? Because, like you said, you've had a bunch of additions this year, so there are guys coming from all over the place, even if there is some familiarity. But to keep building that that friendship and and trust in one another. Yeah, I think you know Sean. Sean usually gets the guys to his house, and we we usually sit there and we watch hockey, play video games with each other, or we go to a restaurant and watch hockey in the afternoon or, or basketball. I know March Madness is on, so. You know, we went to, you know, a couple of restaurants and we all hung out together and we stayed there for a few hours and just, you know, watch some basketball, baseball, hockey. And, and then we, and then we go home and then, you know, then we wake up the next day and then we're, we're together all day again. And so that, that's, that's the best part of being here. I think, yeah, it's, you know, playing with guys I've played with in the past and, and that's what I'm really happy with in Peterborough. I know I've played with you know, Simpson and Tucker and Stillman, just to name a couple and, and, and Lockhart as well. So, I get to play with those guys, but hanging out with those guys every day and uh, building that better relationship and kind of building that confidence that with the guy next to you that they're going to go out there and have a big shift. doesn't matter if it's scoring or whatever it is. It could be a, a chip in. It could be a, you know, a dive in to get the puck out of your own end. It could be a block shot. Little things like that go, go such a long way in the playoffs, not just for the team, but for the guy next to you. And, um, you know, it's, it's huge and that's what our team brings. So, just hanging out with each other and, and, you know, just bonding is, is the best part. Yeah. So, sometimes you see in the playoffs, a guy making a big uh, defensive, you know, even if it's a poke check and that's going to get the guys fired up even more than scoring a goal. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. It was last game. I think it was, we were, we were obviously in Sudbury for game four and it was me, me, Tucker and, and, uh, and Lockie on the ice and you know, Lockie blocked a shot and then he, and then he poked it out of, out of the zone with three minutes left. I mean, if he doesn't block that and he doesn't chip that out, that could be in the back for net. So, Little things that I mean, that's that's veteran. I mean, we always give Lockie the gears. He hasn't played many playoff games, but you know, I think this is his first four. But you know, he's already embracing it. And you know, game four, he's down like that. He wants to win, and he's thrived to win. He's a good player. He deserves a contract as well. I think all these guys deserve a contract. I mean, we have a hell of a team where our compete level is great, and um, you know, Lockie did a did a great job last game. That's what stood out for me. Well, you're not going to find out till Monday or Tuesday who you're who you guys are going to play in the next round. So. On, what do you guys do to prepare? Do you leave it with the coaches for now until you guys know? Like there's, you know, the only team that you can't face, I believe, is Mississauga. So everybody else is still up in the air. So what do you guys do over the weekend? Do you just kind of watch some games or or leave it with the coaches? Yeah, like last night, for example, you know, Lockie had a couple guys over at his house and, and we watched all the games last night. And um, that's that's what I mean. Like we just go over, we hang out at a guy's house, we watch hockey and, you know, we sit there and we just chat and you know, see what's on. And, and we will sit there at 10 o'clock and then we go home and you know, go to sleep and then wake up the next day. And we're here, we're here all day now, right? We've been here since 10 o'clock and it's two o'clock now. So, I mean, we spend most of the day together and then tonight we'll go to someone's house and we'll watch more hockey, right? And I know we're going out to a restaurant now and going to hang out and probably go to Lockie or Sean's house and watch some hockey or come back to my house with Tucker. And, but it, it's great. I mean, that's what, that's what it's all about. I mean, 
I've asked a lot of guys that have been retired, or even my dad, and you know, I asked him what's the one thing that he misses, and he says the room and the boys. I mean, that's 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 the key. It's being a family. It's being together and you know, being together as a as a unit. And you know, at the same time, we'll leave we'll leave all the the uh, the strategies and stuff like that to the coaches. But you know, we'll just sit back, we'll watch, and you know, we'll follow along. And it's, it's been fun. It's been it's been a joy to play, and it's been a joy to play for Peterborough. And I'm looking forward to to keep going. Well, I'm gonna sidetrack a little bit because you said you were watching games last night. So, uh, what do you what do you think of your your former goalie and what he pulled off last night in Barry? Lardis sends it around the boards. Thornton collects it. Anson Thornton looking at the empty net. It's going down the ice, and that is a goaltender goal. Anson Thornton. That was incredible. Is there anything this goaltender can't do? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Look at him. Let Thornton. him celebrate this one. That's incredible. Hanson Thornton decided, I'm going to put the exclamation <laughs> mark on this win, and that's just fantastic. Hey, you look, you see your captain do it? Hey, captain, <laughs> here's how I can do it as well. And Anson Thornton. Yeah, well, it, was, yeah it was, it was kind of crazy. I know we were watching that game, and uh, we saw we saw Clarkie score the empty net goal, and then, you know, they rimmed at him, and they pulled him again, and he got out of the net, and I, I said, oh, no. And then he, and he shot for it, and I stood up at Lockheed Souths, and me and a few other guys were jumping, and I said, but this is, this is nuts. I mean, they're, they're, they're playing well right now. They're a good team. Clarkie's obviously changed them around a little bit, but Anson's a great goalie, and so that's good, good for him. I'm proud he was able to get that, so I know I got to shoot him a text. What do you, you know, since, since we were, were there, what do you think of, of Brant's performance since he got sent back from, from, the, from the juniors? You know, 61 points in 31 games. He's got 14 points, and was it four or five games now? So like he it just seems like he's playing on a different level. Yeah, it's it's impressive. I mean, I think this league is obviously too easy for him right now. I mean, it's no shot at the OHL or anything like that. It's just he's just built different, right? I mean, he's just he's built to be a, an NHL player. You can you can tell by the way he moves out there and the way he skates. And I mean, that guy he's he's special for sure. I mean, he's played in the NHL. He knows what it takes to, to play in the NHL. So he's taking that experience. He's he's sharing it to the guys in Barry and he's obviously playing like an NHL right now so good for Clark I know him and I know if he was in the league for a full year he'd definitely be breaking a lot of breaking a lot of records if you put that up there so good for Clark you know I'm, I'm proud of him you want to see all your buddies do well and he's obviously doing really well right now so good for him so like I said lots of options for you guys still in the, in the second round um based on our conversations already I'm going to assume that you don't care who it is even regardless of how the regular season series went, because you guys didn't fare very well against North Bay and Ottawa, but we are in the postseason, so it's been a full reset. So safe to say no no preference or, or you, like it doesn't matter to you guys? Uh, no, I think it doesn't really matter. I think that you no know, playoffs, playoffs and anything can happen. And North Bay's, North Bay's built for the playoffs as well. We feel like you know, Ottawa is as well. I mean, Ottawa, Ottawa, Ottawa finished with a great record and North Bay right up there as well, right? And North Bay's got the got the depth. They get. I think they're an older team as well, so they got a good goalie and good forwards and good D. So they're a solid team. And Ottawa's got you know leadership from Morrison and and Mateer and and Beck. So well, they've got some good players on their team. So you can't knock anybody out. Anyone has a shot at this. And um, you know, either way, you know, if we play North Bay, Barry, Ottawa, it doesn't. I think it doesn't matter. I think we're happy to be in the second round. We're happy to keep playing, and you know, we want to make it a challenge for for the next round, and we want to prove people wrong again. Well, if you guys are going to have success in the second round, your line's going to need to keep producing like it did in the in the first round. 
So how do you and your line mates, you know, create some more time and space for yourselves, knowing that you're going to be targeted to be shut down all the time? Yeah, I think Hazy and, and Tuck and I just, you know, we kind of just go with the flow. I think we've been aligned now for a few weeks and you know, we're, we're guys that want the puck, but we're also guys that like to push the puck. And obviously Tucker having 90 points this year has had a big year and you know, Hazy's had a big year every year and his only Chuck Pierce, but last year in the playoffs and, um, you know, those two are, they're easy to play with. I mean, you give them the puck, you get open, you try to get open as best as you can, especially in the playoffs. It's hard when you've got guys on you, but, um, you know, Hazy's obviously, you know, he's got a goal game right now in the playoffs. I mean, he's hard to shut down. It's very hard to shut down. And then if you try to shut him down, you got Tucker to deal with. So it's, it's a hard, it's a hard two guys to, to handle. And those two have done a good job in the first four games that we've played. And, um, you know, those guys are going to be big for our team going into the future and everyone's going to be big for us. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're on the first line or fourth line, you're going to be play a big role and you're a big guy on this team. So, you know, we're happy with those two. We're happy with everyone else as well. Right. And and if you guys get shut down, you guys are a deep team and you got, you know, you got the backs and the the Lockharts and and go on and on, Avons and who, you know, all put up big points this year. So uh, nothing to worry about there. I saw um, I saw a cool picture from uh Sudbury where you guys had a bunch of pictures that a kindergarten class had had done for you guys uh how cool was that for you to have that in there a little kind of piece of the the city back with you yeah that was that was really cool I didn't even I didn't really notice until we were walking out and that's really cool you know bringing stuff back bringing stuff uh, from Peterborough to Sudbury I mean that's that's how much the city wants us to win that's how much the city believes in us I think it's the city that believes in us we believe in ourselves and I think I think that's it and um, you know, it's no shot or, or knock to anybody else, but I, I just think that's the way I feel. And it's the way we feel. And, you know, we kind of love that. We love that feeling, I think. And that's, that's why we thrived in the first round and we were experienced. We knew what we were doing and, um, you know, it's awesome to see that, you know, kids like that believe in us and, you know, the city has got a, such a buzz and it's one of the only real true hockey cities left. I feel like, I mean, Peterborough's been in this league for so long now. And, um, it's awesome, awesome to be here. You know, I've got, a, I know a lot of guys before I came to this team and I know some guys have played on this team before. So, you know, the city has been, it's been great. It's been a treat to play for, and you know, I'm really lucky to, to be here. NHL regular season is, is wrapping up. And, you know, obviously since you've got some time off, have you been keeping tabs on, on the Rangers and, and what they're up to and how often now that you're in playoffs, do you hear from them? Yeah, I think I watched them, you know, when you get drafted to a team, you like to watch them, watch your team play. And, you know, they start to be your favorite team, obviously. And um, they've had a, they had a great regular season. They've had they've only got a few games left. They made some big deals. So uh, you see those names that they've picked up, the names that they've had. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a scary team. I mean, it's a hard team to make. It's a hard team to play on. It's hard for you to play against. And, you know, they're, they're great. I, I, you know, I wish them nothing but the best of luck. I know that you know, it's exciting to watch them play. It's exciting to watch them play against any team. I think in the NHL, it's, it's hard. It's obviously a hard league to play in and not many people can do it. And, you know, those players obviously have gone for a while and they're experienced and they came so close last year. I think they, they, they want it this year. And, you know, you can tell by the way they play and the way that they're, they're coached and they came you know, a couple of games short or a game short and this year they wanted. And you can tell as soon as I got there in the summertime there that they wanted and they've been, they've been grinding since day one. And um, it's, it's, I'm happy obviously to see them go far and I want them to go far and, uh, it's been great, but no, I haven't had that much contact with them. You know, going to the playoffs, I got a call uh, from the player development, uh, Judd Ortmeyer, and you know, and uh, you know, he just says good luck and enjoy the playoffs. He'll be able to a few games, and I don't really worry about them coming and just, just play, have fun, and you know, do what I do what I do. So it's been it's been good. All right, uh, we'll get wrapping it up here. So 
um, who's going to have the, the best playoff beard on the team and who's going to have the worst playoff beard on the team? Uh, best playoff beard, I think, uh, I think Gavin White. I think Whitey, we saw a couple of pictures and videos last year of Whitey. He had a pretty... He had a pretty good one last year, so I'm going to give that one to – I'll give that one to Whitey. And uh, funny enough, I actually think the worst one's going to be Chase Stillman. I think he's – that guy can't grow any hair on his face. So it's, it's pretty funny. He's tried – and, you know, he's tried for the last couple of weeks now, and he's got nothing. So he's got a, he's got a little baby face that we bug him about. That's fun. Do you – are you – did you guys do any uh, any other, like – you know, team, team style things. Do you have any t-shirts that you guys are going to wear or, or models that you guys are keeping or, you know, everybody go for mullets. I love the mullets are coming back this yeah. year. So. Yeah. I think all of us kind of did mullets. I know that uh, if you, if you find a picture of uh, Tucker or Sean, they got the Mohawk going, which is, which is kind of, which is kind of crazy. So it's, they've got a good luck going and um, you know, we just got no, no, no shaving your face rule and, you gotta gotta keep the beer going, and you know, most of the other guys did mullet, so it's kind of the the only thing we got going. We had a little slogan on the back of our shirt, so um, that's been it's been fun so far. What's the what's the slogan? Can you share it with me? Uh, it's our goal song. So this is how we do. So it's just a just a fun little thing that we came up with. Uh, one more. Uh, you played against this guy once this year. Uh, thoughts on on Michael Misa? He's a good player. I mean, obviously he led the rookies in scoring, and if you get over you know he's got i think he had 55 55 points something he was up there for points for for sure and for the whole chl i mean that's it's good for him i know he was hurt for a few games and he was away for u17s but you know you can see what he what he done it did in saginaw i know that they got the memorial cup so he's going to be a player to watch for next year i know he's not up for the draft for next for a few three for a few years now but you know he's a he's a great player i know that this league's going to be Steve's going to be a good league in a few years again. So he's a, he's a good player and, you know, good for him. All right, Brandon. Well, I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. So thank you very much. Uh, good luck in the second round and, and hopefully uh, a deep run uh, to the Memorial Cup. Yeah, thank you very much. It's, uh, it's going to be fun. Thank you.